Hi there, how are you? I'm well, back to good health and keeping busy while in lockdown. Not just with the stories, I have to admit that I have uh, a little bit of a new addiction. It's a game called Animal Crossing. So if you happen to play it, <laughs> hook me up, find me, um, so we can visit each other's islands. But focusing on this fictional world, let's get started with the episode. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Taste of a Smile, Part 39, Raspberry Kiss. No peeking, Karen laughed, or we'll tighten your blindfold. <laughs> oh, come on, Mary giggled, squeezing her eyes shut and moving her hand around in the warm liquid chocolate that filled the chocolate fountain. This is hard. Several of her co-workers cracked up. I can hear you, Mary warned them, taking a step to the side and feeling her way around the bottom of the chocolate fountain. And I'm still your boss for another few days. Hey, maybe you should use both of your hands. Someone called out from Mary's left. Everyone cheered in agreement. <laughs> Hell no, Mary snorted, even though she knew it was probably a good idea if she wanted to find the hidden treasure anytime soon. She knew how messy things got when you stuck in your second arm, though. She had seen quite a few people do it on previous parties and was not ready to go that far just yet. Damn it, who came up with this idea? Mary thought, pushing herself up on her knees so that she could reach further into the chocolate. All right, I did. A little over a year ago, Hannah had ordered all the fountains to be removed from the Le Roi stores. Mary had understood why Hannah had wanted them gone. Having a video of yourself falling into a chocolate fountain going viral was pretty embarrassing. But the incident had also attracted a new type of crowd to the Le Roi stores. Weird people had kept coming in to pose in front of the fountain. One teenager had actually tried to jump into it for his picture. His buddy had gotten a bit aggressive when they were told to leave. That's when Hannah had had enough and had issued the order. It had saddened Mary, though. The fountain had been the centerpiece of the store for so long. What if we give it a goodbye party? Karen had joked. And that's when Mary had come up with the idea. She and the team had moved the fountain to the storage room, hidden out of sight. Whenever there was a goodbye party, they plugged it back in. The team collected leftover chocolate from tastings and damaged packaging so they could melt it and hide a gift in it for whoever had the audacity to leave the team. Mary had never thought she would one day be doing this. She knew she should be enjoying it. This was a fun game and she owed it to her team to be a good sport. But she kept listening for Lex's voice instead. She had the feeling Lex still hadn't arrived and she was getting increasingly nervous. Hey, keep going, Karen said, softly bumping her elbow into Mary's side. Mary startled. All right, okay, okay. She bit her lower lip and reluctantly stuck her other hand into the fountain as well. Finally, Karen howled. Lean into it, girl. Mary wrinkled her nose and leaned over the fountain, soaking her shirt sleeves. She felt the chocolate spatter across her chest and face. Her team started cheering and whistling. That's more like it, someone yelled. Suddenly, finally, Mary's fingers discovered something smooth and substantial on the bottom. She quickly closed her hands around it and pulled it out. 
Chocolate dripped down her arms as she stuck the object in the air triumphantly. Everyone roared in approval. Someone pulled the blindfold off and Mary blinked. She immediately looked for Lex, but didn't see her among the laughing faces around her. Come on, wipe it off, Karen yelled. She handed Mary a towel, grabbing her stomach with her other arm as she shook from laughing. Mary accepted the towel and glanced down at her shirt. It had once been green, but was now mostly brown. Chocolate drops kept falling onto the floor. She could even feel some rolling down her face. Oh, fuck, she chuckled, resisting the urge to rub her cheek on her shoulder. This better be worth it. She started rubbing the object she had fished out of the fountain with a towel. It was rectangular and made from see-through plastic. What the bleep? She whispered and wiped off more of the chocolate. Finally, she saw that it was one of those frames with a picture pressed between two thick pieces of plastic. The image was of her and Hannah. She turned it around and found a handwritten message on the back. You represent the very... Mary read, but then had to rub some more chocolate away. You represent the very best of us. Thank you, Hannah. Mary's shoulders dropped. Aw, that's so sweet. And true, Karen smiled. I can't believe she did that, Mary said softly, rubbing her thumb over the picture. Dinner has arrived, Shannon yelled from the door, just in time to stop Mary from getting overly emotional. Let's eat in the cafe, Karen said, addressing the whole team. Grab a box of pizza on your way. As people hurried out of the room, their excited chatter echoing in the hallway, Karen turned around. Her expression was soft, her eyes filled with the fondness that came after years of friendship. I got one of those picture frames of us, too, she said. It's on your desk. A large lump formed in Mary's throat. Thank you. I can't wait to see it, she replied, her voice cracking a little. Karen sniffed, touching the corner of her eye with her little finger. Better clean up first, she winked and nodded at Mary's chocolate-covered shirt. Mary lifted her arms and took in the mess that she was. Yeah, I'll go change. I've got some old shirts in my office. Their gazes held for a long moment. Karen took in a slow breath and jerked a thumb over her shoulder. I'll save you and Lex some pizza. Mary's eyes widened. Lex is here? She asked, too eagerly. Karen's eyes twinkled and she turned around without responding. Hey, come on, where is she? Mary pleaded. Go change, Karen laughed. You might want to clean up in the bathroom first, though. Mary quickly discovered that a few paper towels weren't going to cut it. She inspected herself in the mirror of the staff bathroom. She looked as if she had rolled around in a pool of mud. She'd laugh if she wasn't in such a hurry. Part of her had hoped to find Lex in the bathroom, but it had been empty. She had no idea why Karen had hinted at Lex being here. She was going to call Lex to see what was going on. Her hands were still covered in sticky chocolate, though, and she couldn't grab her phone like this. Her shirt looked like it would be ruined anyway, so Mary pulled it over her head and then used it as a towel to wipe the chocolate off of her arms. She was wiping her fingers when the door opened. Mary jumped, dropping her shirt and quickly wrapping her arms around herself to cover up. Hey, Lex said, sticking her head inside. Her eyebrows shot up as she took in Mary. You're back, Mary blurted out in relief. 
Finally! Lex stepped inside and quickly closed the door behind her. Mary didn't hesitate and threw herself into Lex's arms. I'm sorry it took me so long. Lex breathed, tightening her grip around Mary. I was worried, Mary whispered, burying her face in Lex's neck. I'm sorry, Lex repeated, running her hand up and down Mary's back. I needed some time, so I walked back. Didn't you see my texts? Mary shook her head, digging her fingers into Lex's sweater. No, I couldn't check my phone. Lex leaned back a little, cupping Mary's cheek. I'm here now, she said softly, smiling. Mary glanced up and saw that Lex's eyes were puffy and red. You've been crying. What's wrong? Lex brushed her thumb over Mary's cheek. I'm okay. It's, it's just been a lot. She chuckled softly. What happened? Mary asked. My parents weren't impressed with my new job, Lex said with a sad smile. But that wasn't unexpected. Mary's brow furrowed. They suck, she said bluntly. You have no idea, Lex sighed, running her finger over the deep line on Mary's forehead. Maybe they'll come around? Mary asked, hopeful. She prodded the muscles in Lex's lower back with her fingers. My father won't, Lex said, her voice barely above a whisper. He doesn't want to see me again. What? Mary gasped in shock. She was at a loss for words. Lex shrugged, but tears were welling up in her eyes again. That's what he said. That's just... Mary said, feeling anger flare up in her chest. She was capable of punching this guy in the face for what he was doing to Lex, she felt. Clenching her jaw, she narrowed her eyes, staring into space. I told them I love you, Lex said, her voice cracking. Mary's breath caught. She slowly looked up finding Lex's teary eyes staring back at her with an openness that instantly blew away all anger. Mary's heart swelled in her chest. It grew bigger and bigger until she had no choice but to speak. I love you too, she said, the words flowing out of her as if it was the most natural thing in the world to say. A beautiful smile took over Lex's entire face. <laughs> Good, she chuckled, or this day would suck even more. Mary took Lex's face in both of her hands and pressed her forehead against Lex's. You're safe now, she whispered. Lex's shoulders relaxed and Mary saw that her eyes were brimming with tears again. Oh, baby, Mary sighed and pulled Lex into a tight, protective hug. Come here. Shaking a bit, Lex let herself be held. She had never seemed so small to Mary before, so fragile. Mary ran her fingers through Lex's hair vowing to herself that she would never let anyone hurt Lex again. My mom stood up to him, though, Lex said, her voice muffled. Mary leaned back, not sure she had heard correctly. She did? Lex wiped a tear off her cheek. I think that's why I'm such a mess. She stood up to my father for the first time ever. <laughs> Told him she was going to keep seeing me. It somehow made me feel even sadder, you know. Mary frowned again. Are you sure you want to keep seeing her? She asked hesitantly, thinking of how awful Betty had seemed that night in Lex's apartment. <laughs> I guess so, Lex giggled, wiping more tears away. But on my own terms. Nodding slowly, Mary said, I'm happy she did then. 
Lex nodded too. It's a start, I guess. Mary ran her thumb over Lex's damp cheek and suddenly noticed there was a small blob of chocolate just under Lex's eye. Oh shit, she gasped and stepped back, now spotting stains on Lex's sweater as well. I got you all dirty. Lex looked down at her clothes and laughed. <laughs> yeah, you did. Her eyes fell on Mary's bare shoulders then. Her gaze slowly moved down to her bra and something changed in Lex's eyes. Her lips curved up. Um, by the way, care to explain why you are undressed and covered in chocolate? Lex asked playfully. It's a goodbye party tradition, Mary said, her pulse picking up. Long story. Lex ran a finger down Mary's stomach, smudging some of the chocolate that was still sticking to her skin. You remind me of those raspberry kisses you like so much, she teased. Mary grinned. You really don't want to eat this chocolate. Cocking her head, Lex asked. Why not? It's leftover stuff from the plates with samples in the store, Mary explained, wrapping her arms around Lex again. <laughs> Yuck. Lex laughed, but then lowered her voice. I'm gonna have to work around it then. Lex pressed her lips to the sensitive skin just below Mary's ear, and Mary let her head fall back. Every nerve in her body was tingling as Lex placed kiss after kiss in her neck. Tender kisses at first, hungrier ones soon after. I can't stop, Lex whispered, raking her teeth over Mary's shoulder. I don't want you to. Mary panted, slipping her hands under Lex's sweater and reveling in the softness of Lex's skin. But we should, Lex replied between two ragged breaths, cupping Mary's behind with both of her hands. There's the party. Mary dug her fingernails into Lex's back, then stop turning me on so much. Fuck, Lex gasped and let herself fall back against the door with a loud thud. Her chest was heaving. Her eyes were wild with desire. Mary wasn't doing much better. Do you want to, um, <clears throat> go to your place later? Lex asked, clearing her throat. No, Mary said and stepped back. Oh, okay, Lex said, shoulders dropping. I don't want my grandma interrupting us again. Mary grinned as she picked up her shirt from the floor. A slow smile spread across Lex's face. So, um, my place then? Yes, Mary said slowly, holding Lex's gaze. Lex's eyes narrowed. All right, just tell me when you're ready to go. Like with a code word? Mary teased. Lex waggled her eyebrows. Yeah, just offer me a raspberry kiss. This was part 39 of The Taste of a Smile. Wow, only two episodes left after this one. I've already written part 40, and tomorrow I should start writing part 41. I always get a bit emotional while writing that very last episode. I'm going to miss Mary and Lex. Before I go today, I want to thank the fellow romantics who helped make this episode possible. 
This is a listener-funded show, and with your support, I can spend a lot of my time writing, recording, and producing these episodes. So thank you. You're the best. Okay, that's it for this episode. But I hope I will talk to you on the community. Or Animal Crossing. (laughs) If you do play, let's become friends. I'd love to see your island, and you can visit TLR Island. Just send me an email or a message on the community and we can swap switch codes. Okay, all right, back to work. And then maybe a little play afterward. Have a great week and I will see you soon. Bye. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.